Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey fam, today is Friday, November 5th, 2021, and coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered, streaming live on the Black Star Network from Humble, Texas, just outside of Houston. We'll talk with the economy. Jobs report came out today. Great news when it comes to jobs. We'll talk with Dr. Cecilia Rouse. She is the head of the White House Council of Economic Advisors on the economy and what is being done to improve it. Also, uh, on uh, today's show, opening arguments begin in the trial of three white men accused of killing Amar Arbery. We'll tell you exactly uh, what uh, happened there. Also, uh, retired General Colin Powell, the first black secretary of state, laid to rest today. Uh, they celebrated his life and legacy at the National Cathedral. We'll show you uh, some of that uh, as well. Also, we'll tell you about two men who have been exonerated. One spent 20 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. The other had his charges dismissed as his arresting officer was caught on tape uh, planting evidence. Also, 
Howard University President Dr. Fred Wayne Frederick just finished up his State of, State of the University address calling for an end to the student protests. Students are calling for him to resign. Also, we'll tell you about a Georgia school where students excel in academia through holistic and STEAM-related practices in our Education Matters segment, folks. Uh, and, yeah, we got a CAWP segment. Y'all, I'm in a church, so I can't cuss. Uh, you can't wait to show y'all what happened in San Diego. Oh, makes no sense at, at all. It's time to bring the funk on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Let's go. All right, folks, we're coming live from the Lighthouse Church here in Humboldt, Texas, where uh, McDonald's, they've been shooting uh, the Gospel Celebration, Inspiration Celebration Gospel Tour. Uh, we have been doing a series of interviews with many of the folks uh, who are uh, here. Uh, it's been some great time we've had having these conversations with them. And so we went a little long with our interview with Yolanda Adams. But trust me, uh, when you see it, you're going to absolutely enjoy it. So that's why we're starting today's show uh, late. So my apologies. All right, folks, uh, the job report came out today. Great news uh, with the number of jobs that were created in the uh, American economy last month. Uh, 531,000 new jobs were added. The unemployment rate fell to 4.6%. Now, Republicans continue to say the economy is in tatters, but the evidence doesn't suggest that. I had a chance to talk to Dr. Cecilia Rouse, she is the head of President Joe Biden's White House Council of Economic Advisors, uh, the highest ranking African-American on the economy uh, in the country. And she walked us through why, what's going on with the economy, why we've had challenges, and also the outlook ahead. Here's our conversation. All right, so uh, Dr. Cecilia Rouse, look, I said, we're going to talk uh, economics, what's happening with the economy. I said, I need to talk to you. You lead the White House Council of Economic Advisors. It's always great talking to you. Uh, uh, you. You have this narrative that's going on. We saw it coming out of exit polls on Tuesday. The economy is doing so bad. You look at the job numbers released today. You look at the, you look at the adjusted jobs report for yep. August and September. Now, I don't measure the stock market, but you look at how that is doing as well. You look at wages going up. I'm just trying to understand where is this bad economy Republicans keep talking about? Yeah, look, we I don't like to focus on any one month of jobs data or economic data, any one particular point. But what we have seen uh, now, we've had several months in a row of, of, of data that tell us that our economy is strong and recovering. The last, what we saw with today's job report was that we, the economy created um, over 500,000 jobs last month, um, that it was fairly widespread. We saw big gains in leisure and hospitality, which is a sector that's been particularly hard hit by this pandemic. 
We saw that the unemployment rate ticked down. Um, so it, it was a strong report. Um, you know, look, that said, we appreciate that this is that this this report also reminded us that the economy is at the mercy of the virus. And so what I think that part of the, the, the challenge that people are feeling is that we're coming out, the, the economy is gaining, but we are just, you know, we're still in the middle of this, this virus. We're getting through it. What the president has been a, just a strong leader on, and which is so important, is that in order for us to truly get back to where we were economically, we're going to have to get past this pandemic, which is why it's, it's just so important for people to get vaccinated. It's been so important that now vaccines are going to be available for children 5 to 11 years old. Um, because we know that as we get through the pandemic, we will recover. This is why the mandates. Uh, there was a, a study done at the University of Chicago. They, they surveyed a group of economists, and the, you know, economists never agree on anything, but it was unanimous in agreeing that mandates were going to again be important for having a strong recovery. So this, the economy is is doing very well. The part that is providing some pain is that as we are adjusting uh, and coming out of this pandemic. Prices are elevated. So we know people are feeling it at the grocery store. We know they're feeling it at the gas pump. But, but, and but, 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 but Doc, let's unpack that. And this is why I'm, I'm, I'm saying that. So, for instance, we're hearing all of this supply chain, supply chain. But the supply chain issue today is rooted in last year. The average person, look, when you talk about making of goods, you had people who did not have people coming to manufacturing places. They were coming into work. And so what now happens? Now when you have this uptick, people buying stuff, you didn't have folks making the products in the last year. So now you're trying to play catch up. That's why you're impacting the supply chain. Well, that certainly is part of it, Roland. And then also part of it is that we, we gave people the resources to get through this pandemic which has been unusual. Usually at this point in a recession, people would have been, you know, not having money to put food on the table. They would have been struggling to pay the rent. We gave people through the American Rescue Plan the resources to get through. People are still getting, those who have children are still getting checks in the form of the, uh, the child tax credit. And so people have had the resources to get through. So what they did, as they could not go to restaurants, they couldn't go to the cinema, they couldn't go to concerts, uh, instead, they bought goods. And so you're right, Roland, some of those goods weren't being made, but also people shifted what they were buying to buying stuff, to buying goods. And so we actually see coming through our ports more goods coming through our ports than ever before. Mm -hmm. And our, our system just wasn't designed for that. As people feel confident um, that going out in public again, as people get vaccinated, as we get to the other side of this pandemic, where they start to go to restaurants again, they go to the movie theaters, they're buying those services, we will also see some easing of the supply chain. It's, it's pandemic economics. We massively disrupted how we buy, how we consume. Right. We massively disrupted our you know, how the economic system works. And we're putting it back together. But our fundamentally, our economy is, it continues to grow, continues to heal. Um, and it's on the mend. Well, it's sort of like when I hear these people complaining about empty store shelves. Again, if you, if you did not have the infrastructure to churn out the products and the items uh, in a timely basis, you're going to be running out because you're not replenishing. Yep. Well, and also people are buying more than they were before. And so uh, it's you know it really is this mismatch of the of the demand 
for the goods and what and the speed with which people are able to supply them. And let's face it, we need to get more people back to work, back employed. We we understand that. And again, as people feel more confident that by going back to work, they're not going to be jeopardizing their health. Uh, we feel very confident that more people will be getting back to work as well, which will allow us to also be creating more goods. Um, look, um, explain for the audience when, when we talk about consumer confidence. When when you see when you see con the narrative when you see these constant stories oh my God how bad it is I, I I remember when the August and September jobs report came out and it was doom and gloom but then again uh, of course we now see they've been adjusted upward so part of this so part of this idea of consumer confidence is when you're constantly hearing that it's bad then it's like oh my God I feel like it's bad as opposed to being able to hear no this is the, the actual facts uh, from your vantage point. Isn't driving the narrative also important? Explain to people really in a much broader way how the economy works. Like, you know, look, the Trump folks always focus on the stock market. But the reality is most Americans aren't even in the stock market. So that can't be the, the main driver of what the economy is doing well. That, that's right. At this moment, what we see the main driver of the economy being is the virus. As the virus, the employment numbers slowed down as the Delta variant uh, took picked up speed in the United States. Now that it's coming back down, people are feeling more confident about going back to work and to getting back in the marketplace. So it is very much about this pandemic. But again, the American Rescue Plan um, and the president's very effective vaccine team uh, have have made it possible for us to have, uh, you know, the vaccination. So we know that something like 70 percent of the adult population now has had at least one shot. And as more people become fully vaccinated, as our children get vaccinated, we'll all be so much safer to get, be getting out of the house. I do want to make one last note here, which is that um, you know, people are complaining about the prices and they're not sure where this economy is going. The bills that Congress is considering now, the president's economic vision for Build Back Better, which is making investments in physical infrastructure. So that's our roads, bridges, ensuring we have broadband uh, in every household, a high-speed broadband. But importantly, investments in people, in our human infrastructure. So that is ensuring that families have affordable childcare. That's ensuring that our childcare workers are paid good wages, universal pre-K, so that all of our children, three and four-year-olds, have access to a high-quality pre-K setting, which we know pays for itself several times over, and is so important to our communities of color in particular, uh, to have home health care system that actually works for families so that people who want to both work in the outside of the home and can be assured that their loved ones are being taken care of. These are the kind of investments which we know are also really important for ensuring that we have continued economic growth. So we're getting through this pandemic. It will be a process, but we are making strong, steady process, progress. But we also know that the work is not done and that we have further investments we need to make in this economy. Uh, Cecilia Rice, Rouse, is always good, good chatting with you. Uh, and thank you so very much for giving us this breakdown uh, of the economy. It's, it's always a pleasure, Roland. All right. See you soon. Bye. All right, folks, uh, let's go to our panel. Joining us right now is Michael M. Hotel. He's the host of the African History Network show, uh, Killer Bethea, communication strategist, and also uh, Ray Baker, host of the Public Agenda podcast. Ray, I'll start with you. This is the thing that I don't quite understand. Election was on Tuesday. 
You look at polling data, 70% of Americans say um, the country is going in the wrong direction. If you look at the economic numbers, you look at the jobs report, you look at the stock market, you look at wages going up. And uh, the White House Democrats, to me, have a narrative problem. And frankly, I think they're not flooding the zone, Ray. Uh, here you have an African-American woman, brilliant economist. Why in the heck aren't they putting her everywhere? I, look, after today's report, the Commerce Secretary should have been out there. The White House Chief of Staff should have been out there. Cecilia Rouse should have been out there. Uh, I sent the White House an email requesting her. That's how that actually happened. It wasn't like she was being offered up. They should be flooding the zone, putting their people everywhere. We dealt with four years of Donald Trump and his folks lying. Hey, Biden, Harris, y'all got the truth. Say something. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much uh, to follow up on that with. I think that you're absolutely correct about the need to get the message out there and the narrative. One of the things that's important that for the people need to pay attention to, though, is that when there are Americans talking about the country is moving in the wrong direction, they are not making an honest faith-based argument. The conversation that those folks are having is that they feel like people not like them, black people, women, people from the LGBTQ plus I, LGBTQI community, all those folks, we're talking about those folks, and they think that those folks are getting too much in this society, too much in their economy. But an economist that I know that all of your panelists and you are familiar with, Roland, Dr. Bill Spriggs, uh, talks about the fact that for black men, the unemployment rate went up. Now, he says it goes up for good reasons, because we're talking about more black men are participating into the labor force. But for high school-educated white men, the unemployment rate went down. And so, again, the question is, even if they flood the market or flood the media landscape with folks who will tell the truth, the folks that they're trying to persuade or talking to or trying to counteract the narrative against are not dealing honestly. So truth in the matter of dishonesty cannot matter. And so the only uh, goal that they can have at that point would be to drown out the dishonesty they would hope with more truth. But at that point, it just becomes the fuel to the fire for the adversaries they're looking to work against. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback 
with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I, I just don't understand, uh, Kelly, how Democrats are losing this argument on the economy. Let's, if you really want to break down, when did President Joe Biden's approval numbers start going down with his Afghanistan decision? Okay. Uh, in fact, j- just so I, I need people to understand how this thing has shifted. When we talk about the, the economy now, what happened was you had a couple of uh, bad jobs reports in August and September. But guess what, Kelly? The initial numbers were not correct. The numbers were adjusted upward because what happens when they have the initial report, they then go back and they go, okay, let's now examine this. And so here's the deal. The initial August jobs report showed 235,000 jobs. All of a sudden, folks were coming down uh, on the White House. And it's like, oh, my God, oh, the, the sky's falling. Well, guess what? It was then adjusted where actually 483,000 jobs were created. That's 250,000 more than in mm-hmm. September. That jobs report initially said 194,000 jobs. Then it was adjusted upward to 312,000. Every single month, in 2021, there have been revisions of the jobs report upward of 100,000 jobs per month. Well, the revised numbers don't get as much attention. If you're the White House, your job is to put the attention on the revised numbers. I believe what you're seeing is a, as a communications failure of this White House. In fact, Stuart Stevens a Republican who was with the Lincoln Project. Uh, I want to pull up a tweet uh, that he sent out uh, today that I think fully explains it. Let me find it right here. It came out this morning when uh, when the jobs report numbers came out. Uh, I saw it. I retweeted it because uh, he was abs- he was absolutely right. Uh, this is what. Uh, let's see here. Give me a second here. Uh, I want to. Sh- I'm gonna pull up in a second. Let me just blow it up, folks. So don't put it on my iPad just yet. This is what uh, he tweeted this morning. And again, Republicans know how to message. Dow is over 36,000 points. Y'all go to my iPad now. 
Unemployment has dropped from 6.3% in January to 4.8%. Over 5 million jobs added, a record. 220 million vaccines in 10 months. Only 30% of the country think the U.S. is on the right track. The Democratic Party has a huge messaging problem. That's from a Republican, and they know how to message. They do know how to message. And the reason why they know how to message is because they don't work in silos within their party. With the Democrats, they have this tendency, especially in the past four years under Trump, to have this victimhood mentality because, frankly, it worked for them. It's like, oh, see what Trump did. It's, you know, big bad dude. And, you know, look at how he's hurting us. We can't do anything because Trump is X, Trump is Z, what have you. Well, the Democrats need to get out of that victimhood mentality right now because we are the ones in power. Democrats and progressives are the ones in power and have the power to get things done. But now you have the narrative of the big tent that is so big that you have to work in silos in order to get anything done. It is very fragmented. But that is not how things move. The Republicans, you know, and you see this by way of the Lincoln Project and other uh, organizations who, that are conservative, there are many opinions within the Republican <coughs> Party. But what they do very well is, frankly, ignore the voices that they don't want to drive forward. Democrats don't do that. They just let everything out there and whatever sticks is what they go with, as opposed to actually messaging what is going on and what they want to drive forward. The White House has one message regarding jobs. Congress has another message regarding infrastructure and how nobody's getting along. Even the Supreme Court of uh, Justices have their own message, you know, basically forewarning us that, hey, we may not be able to get what we want as progressive this time around because we have a, a majority of conservatives who don't know anything. And it's like no one is actually, you know, bringing in the reins for all of these messages and actually focusing on one thing. Republicans do that very well. Democrats and progressives, not so much. And they really need to get on the ball if they don't want to lose even more seats come 2022 and even elections beyond that. I don't understand, Michael. It's not actually that hard. It's really not. But the thing is, you have to be willing to actually flood the zone. You have to be willing to put out memes and things along those lines. You know, I, yep. look, I've been tweeting all today trying to figure out, I'm sorry, uh, Jamie Harrison, the Democrats, where are your viral videos? Where are they? Right. I, 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 went to, I went to their pages and they don't exist they don't exist. And so I don't understand what they're doing. I'm sitting here looking on social media and I'm going, all right, I don't see I don't see any videos uh, driving the issue of, of the economy. And I'm going, oh, so y'all just going to just let, let it flow. I mean, I don't get it. I, I, I just don't get it. Well, Roland, this is uh, this is related to why uh, Governor Terry McAuliffe lost. Uh, well, former Governor Terry McAuliffe, why he lost in Virginia. Back on, Roland, back on Friday, October 15th, I was on your show along with Kelly three weeks ago, and we talked about the governor's race. We talked about how, uh, and one of the things I said was, they should be running on the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan that has yep. cut child poverty in half, that had... Uh, money for uh, HBCUs are taking money over 20 HBCUs use money from 
the American Rescue Plan and paid off student debt. Uh, you had another round of stimulus checks. You had uh, PPP money for businesses. Uh, there was money to, for, uh, for schools so schools can get better ventilation, so schools can reopen. That, that was a transformative bill, okay? Terry McAuliffe said he, he was putting pressure on the White House and Congress to pass the infrastructure bill so he can run on that. But you got a $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan that no Republicans in the House or the Senate voted for. You should have been hammering the hell out of them on that. But see, so it's a huge messaging problem, okay? Maybe they need to get more uh, brothers like, uh, maybe they need, need to get more signals working for them or something like Ray and myself, I don't know. But, you know, it's a oh, huge gosh. messaging problem. <laughs> it's, a huge, it's a huge messaging problem. So, and then when we look here at, we look at the uh, human infrastructure bill, okay? Instead of, and many people have been saying, well, look, instead of you keep talking about how much it is, why don't you talk about and educate people on what's in the bill? Lastly, Roland, Another huge messaging problem. The, the American Rescue Plan was the third um, uh, co coronavirus bill, okay? It was passed in early March 2021, less than two months after uh, Benedict Donald was evicted from the White House, okay? A lot of people don't associate this bill with Democrats because there were other coronavirus bills. This bill extended the federal unemployment insurance uh, for a number of months, uh, it reduced it down to $300 a month, thanks to Joe Manchin, but they still got it. They still got $1,200 a month. You have to brand this. You have to own it. You look, No Republicans in the House of Senate voted for this bill. So you have to separate this from what was done under Trump to let people know this is why you're getting the uh, uh, deposits in your bank account each month uh, and cutting childhood poverty in half. This is why there's money for HBCUs. You have to brand this. And th there's a huge messaging issue. Yep, that's exactly that. Uh, and so I don't understand it. Uh, but guess what? They better focus on it because if they don't change their messaging, they're gonna, it's going to be a wipeout in the 2022 mm -hmm. midterm elections. Folks, got to go to a break. We come back on Roland Martin Unfiltered. Uh, more uh, we're talking about. We're talking about criminal justice reform. We're talking about two African-American men uh, who are now out of prison, uh, thank goodness, uh, who, were, who were wrongfully in prison. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk also uh, about uh, moving forward. We talk about uh, the, the, these elections that have been taking place, not just a messaging issue, what's now happening on Capitol Hill. Are they actually going to pass these two bills? You've got this standoff between moderates, uh, moderates in the House on one bill, and then you've got your progressives on another bill. So this whole thing is going back and forth. We're going to update what's happening with the, three, the trial of the three white men accused of killing Amar Arbery. And also, we're going to talk with um, Allison Riggs. She's with the Southern Coalition for Social Justice. I can't... She, she, she wrote this, this particular Twitter thread that, that was really amazing, that's important for us to understand the context of what's happening in this country when it comes to voting rights uh, as well. And so, folks, we got all of that coming up next right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered, broadcasting live from the Lighthouse Church here in Humboldt, Texas, on the Black Star Network. Back in a moment.
is saving big holiday shopping at Amazon. So now, she's free to become Bear Hug Betty. Settle in, kids. You'll be there a while. Ooh, where are you going? Doing it's your favorite funny girl, Amanda Seals. Hi, I'm Anthony Brown from Anthony Brown and Group Therapy. What up, Lana Well, and you are watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. All right, folks, welcome back to Roller Martin Unfiltered. One of the worst states in America when it comes to voter suppression and gerrymandering is North Carolina. 
Now, folks have been fighting that state. Republicans have been doing some of the most evil things. A federal court uh, once ruled that there was laser-like precision of Republicans targeting black voters, where they struck down uh, the racial gerrymandering. Well, now you have a new uh, group of districts that, that have been approved, and North Carolina Republicans have truly lost their minds. We're talking about a state that's pretty much 50-50 Democrat and Republican, okay? Well, they have passed new congressional maps that would give Republicans for the next decade an almost 78% advantage in terms of they will control 78% of the congressional seats in the state. 10 of the 14 states will lean Republican, according to the nonpartisan Princeton gerrymandering project. Republicans currently have eight of 13 seats. Now, the legislature, of course, is responsible for, for redistricting, uh, and they don't need approval from the governor for the maps to become law. Now, that means that Democratic Governor Roy, Roy Cooper cannot veto uh, the bills as well. Joining us right now is the co-executive director of the Southern Coalition for Social Justice, Allison Riggs. She joins us for Durham, North Carolina. Allison, glad to have you here on Roland Martin Unfiltered. You laid out yesterday in this Twitter thread really how devastating it is in North Carolina. It caught my attention, and I said, well, hey, uh, let's get her on the show. Uh, so, so walk people through this because, again, so much attention has been focused on Georgia and Texas and Arizona. But I dare say the most evil acts uh, are taking place by Republicans in your state of North Carolina. It, it's a constant onslaught, and it has been since the Shelby County decision in 2013. This is the first redistricting cycle we've engaged in, though, in decades without the protections of Section 5 of the Voting Rights Act. And I felt like folks didn't understand how coordinated and aggressive the attacks were on black representation. Um, it's, a, it's obvious at the congressional level that map you just showed um, is one in which uh, a, a long, long-standing African-American Opportunity District in northeastern North Carolina is critically undermined. It's essentially a toss-up district now. On the day the map passed, the National Redistricting Congressional Committee targeted the black incumbent, G.K. Butterfield, um, and deemed it a flippable district. Um, so the risk of losing black representation at the congressional level is very real. And if, if that district does flip, we're not talking about a 10-4 map. We're talking about an 11-3 map, 11 Republicans, three Democrats. But it's not just happening at the state level. And um, with the vote on the John Lewis Act yesterday, I felt it was so important to lift up some of the local cases that we're seeing. Um, in, in counties formerly covered by Section 5 of the Voting Rights Act, these are small counties, uh, less economically advantaged counties. They're being threatened for doing anything that considers race, striving for anything that approaches race equity. They're being threatened by prominent attorneys um, with suit. And this all would have been prevented if Congress had acted to restore the Voting Rights Act and North Carolina continues to be the epicenter of redistricting litigation um, and attacks on black representation. It's been that way since the 1980s. And this is why we are putting so much pressure on Democrats in the Senate uh, to move, because uh, if they pass the For the People Act and the John Lewis Act, it would prevent 
these states from doing that. And that's why Republicans don't want to support the bill. And that's why, for the life of me, I'm sitting here looking at Christian Cinema and Joe Manchin going, what in the world are the two of you doing? Do you not see what they're doing? And here's the crazy thing. Of course, there have been exceptions made in the past for the filibuster. There have been exceptions. So to act as if you cannot make an exception for voting rights is a lie. That's right. Politicizing the Voting Rights Act, particularly the John Lewis Act, is heinous. Um, uh, It's one thing, obviously, for uh, Senator Manchin and for Senator Murkowski to support this bill, but supporting it when it won't go anywhere leaves millions of voters of color without protection. Congress did the right thing. They proposed a new Voting Rights Act that addressed the concerns of the U.S. Supreme Court. It's Congress's job to push through this law that is absolutely necessary to effectuate the promises of the 14th and 15th Amendment. In fact, um, Democrats actually put this video out. Folks, let me know if y'all had that video queued up in the control room. Because um, we talked about Congressman John Lewis. Uh, guys, do we have it? All right, when you talked about Congressman John Lewis, to me, there's nothing more offensive, uh, even when he was alive, to watch these Republicans laud him and praise him and travel down to Selma with him and then come right back to the nation's capital and vote against these bills. How embarrassing to have a black United States senator who's a Republican and Tim Scott vote against uh, ending the filibuster when it comes to the voting rights. And so this is what the Democrats put together, this particular video here, that shows you what, what, what Republicans say and then what they do when it comes to Congressman, the late Congressman John Lewis and voting rights. Our society has only marched toward justice because great figures like Congressman John Lewis took it upon themselves to lead the way. point, Allison. They love praising Congressman John Lewis. No, they love pimping Congressman John Lewis, uh, putting out quotes, things like that. But again, you're voting against the bill the man wrote. This is this is not, dying. That's right. This is not ancient history that we're fighting for. The, the right of the franchise, access to the franchise for black and brown voters. This is in our lifetime, in, in so many of my clients' lifetimes. They experienced what Representative Lewis did, were beaten and bloodied, fighting for the right to cast a ballot, to write, the right to have a vote counted equally um, without regard to race. And it is enormously disrespectful and painful to see um, Representative Lewis's legacy being undermined by the failure to move these bills. Yeah, it's, it's just it's been shameful. And so uh, we just want people to understand why we are going to continue uh, to press this issue. Allison, we appreciate organizations like yours uh, out there uh, on the forefront uh, because 
Uh, it is very difficult when you have these Republicans who are funded by billionaires, uh, when, you, when you take uh, the Coke network, when you take what's going on here, they know exactly what they're doing. And so it's even more shameful when you have Democrats uh, who are unwilling uh, to stand up uh, and lead. Yeah, I, th there's still time to fix this. There's still time to pass the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Act. There is time to provide relief during this redistricting cycle, but the time to act is now. Yep, absolutely agree. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you for having me. Um, uh, go back to our panel here. Kelly, I'll start with you. Um, it, it is unconscionable to understand, for people to understand what's going on here. And it was literally right after the Republicans could not wait after the Supreme Court decision. They could not wait to attack voting rights. And if people mm -hmm. un don't understand why they're doing it, they're not paying attention. I feel like no one's really paying attention to this because they're taking voting rights for granted. And again, this actually kind of goes back to messaging regarding the Democrats. This is such an important issue, and yet it is put on the back burner so many times for infrastructure, for everything else. And I'm like, while those things are important, I need to be able to vote for the bridge that you want to put up. You know, I need to be able to vote for the initiatives that you want in place on my behalf, because that's how this country works. And Democrats fail at bringing that home. And what's worse, it's not just about uh, disparaging the, le the legacy of John Lewis at this point. We're talking about Elijah Cummings. We're talking about Alcee Hastings. On the Republican side, you can even uh, argue that McCain's legacy is being disparaged on the Republican side because at least McCain listened. And Republicans aren't even listening because they are so enamored with Trump and this just gutter level of conservatism that they're not even seeing the big picture of things outside of white supremacy. But on the other side, Democrats are just so inundated with victimhood that they can't see the big picture of them literally losing power and seats and, frankly, the party itself for the sake of their victimhood. So it's it's a cluster uh, mess. <laughs> it's a cluster mess all the way around <laughs> at this point. Uh, ab absolutely, uh, Michael. I, I just think that, again, uh, people who think that this is no big deal have to understand if you were enjoying those checks that were passed by the, by uh, Congress uh, in that mm -hmm. uh, in that uh, in that particular bill, that pandemic bill, uh, that don't happen unless Democrats control the House and the Senate. And so there's a direct correlation uh, to folks uh, who, who, who are in power to who they are able to elect. You have Republicans who control the majority of the America's state legislatures. If they control even more of that, they're going to be enacting right. policies that are absolutely in uh, complete disagreement with not just African-Americans, but a lot of Americans. You know, Roland, what, what's taking place right now is the same thing that happened after Reconstruction ended. And uh, in 1890, Mississippi uh, changed their state constitution to institute poll taxes and literacy tests and to suppress the African-American vote in a state where African-Americans were the majority of the population. The other southern states followed this. South Carolina, Louisiana, Alabama, 
They followed this to suppress the African-American vote and uh, lock us out of political power. And this is why you needed a Voting yep. Rights Act in 1965, because of what happened after Reconstruction ended. So we have to understand this history and understand this backlash that always happens when you have uh, periods of time that African-Americans make advancements, okay? And lastly, th th this is why we have to put economic pressure on corporations as well. We have to use all those pressure points. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Ray, <clears throat> one thing I would just complicate our conversation with when uh, Kelly, and I, I don't mean to be contentious, but when Kelly says that, you know, the Republicans are, are not look, seeing the big picture beyond white supremacy, white supremacy is the big picture, right? This is a matter, this is a fight for power, sure. this is a fight for politics, sure. this is a fight for resource. And so <clears throat> it, 
the United States has demonstrated there is no honor, morality, or nobility or principle among the dirty political power games that they play. Fred Hampton instructs us that war uh, is politics with bloodshed and, and politics is war without bloodshed. And so these ways that Michael alluded to that, Roland, you've been documenting for your audience for years, dating back to your time at TV One and before, that these ways that Republicans are playing in dishonoring and discrediting the language of the United States project, the rhetoric of justice, the rhetoric of equality, that those things don't exist in real life. And it invites us as black people to not honor the United States's value system, but rather what our core values are. And if our core values actually are liberty and justice, then let's live up to that, not because that's a part of the American Constitution or because that's language that our nation has espoused, but instead because that's language that we move forward with. And so ultimately, the, the ideology or the way to combat that we cannot fight the American norms with tools from the American norms because we've seen that the opposition is not playing by the same set of rules, if we would, that we would be playing by. And so those who care for justice must find ways and think about ways to organize and create uh, new voters, to create the people, the, the organizing, largely around the organizing. And that's very local that organizing will be done that can truly address what these issues are that we are bringing to fore. Uh, that's right, folks. We come back. I'm uh, going to go to a break now. We come back. Uh, we'll pay tribute to the life and legacy of retired General Colin Powell, who passed away a couple of weeks uh, at the age of 84. Uh, the life's life was celebrated today uh, in a national funeral uh, taking place at the National Cathedral. Uh, we'll show you what was said when we come back right here on the Black Star Network. Oh. That spin class was brutal. Well, you can try using the Buick's massaging seat. Ooh, yeah, that's nice. Can I use Apple CarPlay to put some music on? Sure. It's wireless. Pick something we all like. Okay, hold on. What's your Buick's Wi-Fi password? Buick Envision 2021. Oh, you should pick something stronger that's really predictable. That's a really tight spot. Don't worry. I used to hate parallel parking. Me too. Hey. You really outdid yourself. Yes, we did. The all-new Buick Envision, an SUV built around you. All of you. Once upon a time, there lived a princess with really long hair who was waiting for a prince to come save her. But really, who has time for that? Let's go. Fill myself. Fill she ordered herself a ladder with Prime one day delivery, and she was out of there. Now, her hairdressing empire is killing it. And the prince, well, who cares? Prime changed everything. Hey, I'm Dion Cole from Blackish. Hey, everybody, this is your man Fred Hammond, and you're watching Roland Martin, my man, Unfiltered. All right, folks, uh, we are here at the Lighthouse Church in Humble, Texas, just outside of Houston. Uh, we've been here for the McDonald's Gospel Inspiration Celebration Tour. And so we can't wait to bring you some of the interviews that we've been doing here uh, in uh, my hometown of Houston. Today in the nation's capital, retired General Colin Powell was laid to rest. The nation's first black secretary of state uh, was fed it uh, in many, the best, the closest you come to a state funeral, if you will. Uh, three former presidents were there. President Joe Biden was there. I'm sorry, two former presidents. President Joe Biden was there. Uh, former President Barack Obama, former, former President George H.W. Bush, excuse me, George W. Bush. Uh, they were all in attendance. Uh, dignitaries from, from all across uh, D.C., power brokers, were there to pay their respects 
to General Colin Powell. Here are some of what took place today at the National Cathedral. And acknowledge Alma Powell, Michael and Jane Powell, Linda Powell, Anne Marie, and Francis Lyons and the grandchildren. We're here for your father, your husband, your granddaddy, and quite a turnout it is. If I may, President Biden, Dr. Biden, thank you very much for your attendance, particularly after the arduous trip. President Obama, Mrs. Obama, thank you so much for being here, and thank you for leading our nation for eight years with wit, wisdom, and dignity. And President and Mrs. Bush, thank you so much for being here. Uh, you led our nation through the horror of 9-11, did not let us take counsel of our fears, and brought us out the other side on this war on terror. Thank you. And Mrs. Clinton, so what do I say? Do I say First Lady, or do I say Secretary Clinton, or Senator Clinton? I think I'll just content myself by saying we thank you for your years of service to our nation. My heart is sad, for I have lost a friend. Alma, Michael, Linda, and Anne-Marie, the remarkable Powell family, I'm grateful to you for inviting me to share my thoughts in this hour of celebration and remembrance. In 1993, when I began serving as America's ambassador to the UN, General Colin Powell was already in his final months as chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. At White House meetings, I came equipped with a yellow pad. He brought a laser pointer and an array of multicolored slides. I wore a pin. He wore a lot of medals. I was a mere mortal female civilian. In the wake of Operation Desert Storm, he was the hero of the Western world. On policy, the general and I didn't always reach the same conclusions, and in fact, he would later recount that one of my comments almost gave him an aneurysm. Although we were the same age, he and I were shaped by different experiences and had different ideas and represented different departments. But over the past quarter century, we also became very close friends, an experience I know that I have in common with many of you. The reason is that beneath that glossy exterior of warrior statesmen was one of the gentlest and most decent people any of us will ever meet. As I grew to know him, I came to view Colin Powell as a figure who almost transcended time, for his virtues were Homeric, honesty, dignity, loyalty, and an unshakable commitment to his calling and word. These were the same traits he sought tirelessly to instill in the soldiers under his command, the diplomats he led, the colleagues with whom he worked, the readers of his books, the audiences that flocked to his speeches, the students of the Powell School for Civic and Global Leadership, and the thousands of young people who benefited from the America's Promise Alliance that Alma and he championed. He relished the opportunity to connect with other generations. And it's always the right time, he told us, and I quote, to reach out to someone who's wanting to look up and to each in our own way to help put that fellow American on the road to success. We walk through this life holding hands with the ones we love. They guide us. They pull us out of harm's way. They touch and caress us with love and kindness. 
One of my most powerful memories comes from holding my dad's hand. I was hurt very badly and lying in an ICU bed following a bad accident. It was the middle of the night, yet my father was by my side after a long day of work. I was squirming in pain and anguish. Without a word, he just took my hand and squeezed it with a father's love. It instantly relaxed and put me at peace. The last night of his life, I walked in to see him. Now he was the one lying in an ICU bed. He could not see or speak to me. So I took his hand, just as he had taken mine decades before. I knew everything was not going to be okay. I wanted him to be at peace. But again, I felt my father's love in that hand. That hand that took my mother's hand in matrimony. That hand that held me as a baby. That hand that signed report cards, tossed baseballs, and fixed old cars. That hand that signed treaties and war orders, saluted service members, and gestured joyfully while telling a story. That hand is still now, but it left a deep imprint on the lives of family and dear friends, soldiers and sailors, presidents and prime ministers, and a generation of aspiring young people. Ralph Waldo Emerson said that the purpose of life is not to be happy, it is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. My father made a monumental difference. He lived. He lived well. I've heard it asked, are we still making his kind? I believe the answer to that question is up to us. To honor his legacy, I hope we do more than consign him to the history books. I hope we recommit ourselves to being a nation where we are still making his kind. For as he said in his autobiography, his journey was an American journey. Colin Powell was a great lion with a big heart We will miss him terribly. You know, Michael, a couple of weeks ago, we were in Atlanta for the Global Hope Forum, and I, t I interviewed Ambassador Andrew Young, and I posed the question to him uh, about Colin Powell. There were some who criticized, saying that he was not fully uh, in touch with his blackness and was not really identifying with African Americans. Uh, and Ambassador Andrew Young cussed. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass his office. So I'm not gonna, so I'm not gonna say what he said. Uh, but he said he said BS. He said Colin Powell was a, a black man. Colin mm -hmm. Powell was an African American, and he was somebody who was proud of who he was and who his people were. Yeah, yeah. I, and uh, having never met Colin Powell, you know, I'll take. Uh, Ambassador Young's word for that. And we, we saw that with, I, I think uh, one of the ways we saw that was uh, with, uh, you know, first of all, we've always had 
African-Americans who were conservatives, who still identified with their blackness, but they were conservatives, okay, number one. Uh, two, when he uh, left the Republican Party as well. And then I, I remember, I, you know, I played on my show uh, in 2008 when he endorsed uh, then-Senator Obama and went through the reasons he was on Meet the Press, and he went through the reasons why as well uh, he, uh, he endorsed Senator Obama. So, yeah, you know, we've always had uh, uh, African-American men who were in touch with their blackness who uh, may have been conservative, okay? So that's, uh, yeah, I, I, I believe that. We may disagree with certain stances he took or what have you, but, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was in touch with his blackness. Um, Ray Baker, this is, you know, it's, it's one of those things that's very interesting um, when you are someone like a Col General Colin Powell, you rise to the ranks, Secretary of State, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, National Security Advisor, working for largely Republicans, uh, and so uh, that sort of colors people's view. He was someone who served in the military. Uh, people have been critical of him, saying that he's responsible for the deaths of people, war and destruction. But the reality is you can apply that tag to anybody who served in the military. Uh, your assessment uh, of, of who he was, and again, to see uh, the nation's power brokers uh, turn out, pay their respects to uh, such a man. <clears throat> Like Michael, I also don't know uh, General Powell, never met General Powell, and I don't think it would be fair to make any type of an assessment of a, what type of man he was or who he was. We can only observe his political character, that which was in the public. And as you said, quite honestly, any person involved in the United States military uh, industrial complex will, be, will have to wear the uh, accusations of the crimes of the United States military complex. And he separates himself no differently from anyone else who would, like you pointed out, would rightly receive that criticism. Now, the idea of all of the power brokers and the people, the who's who's of the United States, the various presidents of the United States that came to acknowledge him, I think it invites us to call back to history because those in history who were always well regarded, who were always given a statesman's funeral, if you will, were the soldiers. And it shows how important soldiers are to empire and the vitality of soldiers to empire, and that even when we see a change of transitional power between one leader to another, and if we're talking about nations that lack the more, what we would call, stability of the United States, it's often because the military has turned on the leader. And so one way to truly understand what is empire, the function of empire, is the reverence that empire and leaders of empires give to the soldiers who've done some of the most uh, important work. Kelly. Um, I actually did have the pleasure of meeting Colin Powell. Um, I was 12 years old, and he went to my elementary school for some type of assembly photo opportunity with Gilbert Arenas, of all people. So that kind of dates, you know, <laughs> when I was 12. <laughs> Um, nevertheless, uh, when his son talked about his hand, that got to me today because I shook that hand. And while I can't speak on his character on a professional level, for someone who was 12 years old to meet her biggest hero at the time, because this was Obama before Obama, right? This was the, the black man 
<laughs> so to speak. For me to have met him and for him to have shaken my hand and actually encouraged me in the 30 seconds I was able to converse with him um, on a mature level, so to speak, that shows you how much reverence he gave to everyone, not just national leaders or international leaders, but children as well, because he really did think that children were the future. And here I am now, um, no longer 12 years old, um, witnessing everyone um, worth a grain of salt honoring a man who really served his country to the best of his ability well. Um, for his son to also say not to emulate his resume, but to emulate his character. That is the legacy that Colin Powell left on me, because I certainly cannot emulate his resume. But I sure hope that in my time on this earth, and certainly in my own career, that I can emulate a modicum of his character. Uh, well, um, absolutely. I had the pleasure of uh, meeting uh, General Colin Powell on many occasions, sitting down and talking with him. Uh, and I can tell you, uh, he absolutely was an authentic African-American. Uh, you can you cannot like the fact that he was a Republican, but the bottom line is uh, he was a brother, uh, pure and simple. And so we certainly appreciate his service. Uh, certainly condolences go out to his wife, Alma. I had a chance to uh, meet with her. Of course, a lot of time I've spent with his son, Michael Powell, as well, and his other uh, children as well. So certainly our condolences. All right, folks, got to go to a break. When we come back, we'll give you an update on the trial of three white men accused of killing Ahmaud Arbery. Opening statements have begun in that trial in Georgia. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. is saving big holiday shopping at Amazon. So now she's free to become Maureen the Marrier. Food is her love language. And she really loves her grandson. Like really loves. Hey, I'm Donnie Simpson. What's up? I'm Lance Gross and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Team Black and Missing, Black and Missing. Folks, every day here on the show, we feature uh, an African-American uh, who is missing. Unfortunately, these stories do not get uh, the kind of titch, the kind of attention they rich, richly deserve. And so what we have been doing uh, is uh, showcasing someone, uh, again, who's come up missing every day. There's too many African-Americans across the country uh, who, are, who fall into this category where their stories do not get the attention that they deserve, so therefore, uh, we're going to keep continuing to do this. 17-year-old uh, Antija Sturgis, Antija Sturgis, hasn't been seen since September 27th. Since September 27th, she was reported missing from Salisbury, Maryland. Uh, she is five feet four inches tall and 130 pounds, with black hair and brown eyes. If you have seen Antija or know her whereabouts, please call the Salisbury Police Department at 410. 548-3165-410-548-3165. Folks in Illinois, Jelani Day's family is not giving up on finding out how that, how he died. Of course, the Illinois State student uh, was found 
uh, in a uh, river there, but uh, his family say he didn't commit suicide. Today, there was a March for Justice for Jelani Day that was attended by the Reverend Jesse Jackson Sr. and others. Uh, they were chanting justice for Jelani to Bloomington, uh, Indiana, and to demand answers about the death of an Illinois State University. I'm sorry, Bloomington, Illinois. Now, Jelani's mother, Cameron uh, Carmen Bolden Day, is just wanting answers about how and why her son died. I'm asking. I just need information on my son. That's it. I just want to know what happened to him. I know y'all want to know now because I made it your business to know what happened to him. So we all want to know what happened to him. So please help me in this journey to find out what happened to Jelani. I need the Bloomington Police Department not to think that they are exempt from following what happened to Jelani because this car was in Bloomington in Peru. Bloom, this is where it started. This is where it started. And so the Bloomington police should be on their job. They should be wanting to know what happened to Jelani as well. Not because I done made all this noise, but because Jelani was important. Jelani was somebody. Just because he wasn't white, it don't matter what color you are. It don't matter what color you are, everybody's important. He needed just as much attention looking for him as anybody else. So that is why we are here today, and I thank you all again for joining me in this march, for joining me, because I want justice for Jelani, because whoever did this, woe be unto you, because you are going to be held accountable for what you did to my son. Let's not go to Georgia, where opening arguments uh, began in the murder trial of the three white men accused of uh, murdering Ahmaud Arbery. A uh, disproportionate white jury is hearing the case 11 to 1. 11 whites, one African-American. Prosecutor Linda Dunikowski says the 25-year-old uh, Ahmaud uh, Arbery was killed based on the defendant's assumptions, not on evidence that he was a burglar. It's difficult to see, but what you just saw was Travis McMichael raising up his shotgun. The Remington 12 gauge. For absolutely no reason, because where's Mr. Arbery? Look how far Mr. Arbery is. Mr. Arbery's under attack. He's being driven forward by Mr. Bryan in his pickup truck. He's running away from this pickup truck that's already tried to hit him four times toward the McMichaels. Yet the defense, yet the defense said that mm, no, they believe the burglary was taking place and they were simply trying to stop it. Not Arbery face to face for the first time. In Larry, at Larry English's house and then in Larry English's house. He's had a first-hand encounter he knows that Ahmad Arbery has been lurking around that house for no legitimate reason. Not authorized to be there, he's not working on the house, not doing anything but plundering around the house. He knows stuff has been stolen. It's, it's not, it's probably the power, these things have a mind of their own. He knows stuff has been stolen because Larry English has told everybody that. 
He knows this guy has the audacity to go in the house despite knowing people are around and watching him. He knows he's possibly armed because he made that move to his left-hand pocket, waist. <clears throat> he has probable cause to believe a burglary has been committed. Defense team is simple, and that is they want to use Georgia's Civil War era law of citizens arrest to justify Aubrey's killing. Now, it is a father and son, Greg and Travis McMichael. Uh, they armed themselves and pursued Aubrey after spotting him running in their neighborhood. Their neighbor, William Roddy Bryan, joined the chase and recorded the cell phone video of Travis McMichael shooting Aubrey at close range. Uh, this, uh, uh, Kelly, is going to be. Um, uh, again, first of all, you would think this is going to be a slam dunk for uh, the prosecution, uh, but the reality is uh, you have these folks uh, who believe in this stand-your-ground notion, uh, and that could be very problematic uh, when it goes to the jury, uh, but uh, I, you know, I, I would dare say the prosecution has started off on a very good note. I would think so, too, especially when you heard uh, defense's opening statements about what their theory of the case is. Um, like you said, the antiquated law regarding uh, how uh, uh, private citizens' arrest is concerned, um, I just don't think it'll hold much weight, if any, especially when you're using uh, terminology that is actually catered and really reserved for law enforcement, such as probable cause and, you know, uh, things like that. I mean, you're talking about private citizens. Um, probable cause isn't necessarily applicable to private citizens. It's applicable to police and their rationale as to why they can engage in a uh, with a private citizen, as opposed to private citizens engaging with other private citizens. Um, the fact of the matter is, had they just minded their own business, Aubrey would still be alive today. Um, but another note that I just wanted to say, um, after looking at the footage of the uh, trial today, I just, and correct me if I'm wrong, I have yet to see a defense attorney for cases like this not be a white man. And I just feel like that's telling in cases like this where the only representation that remotely uh, can ascribe to that kind of rationale can get into the head of a defendant um, in cases such as this is white men. I have yet to see a white woman. I certainly haven't seen black men or black women or any other person of color uh, or any other gender represent people like the defendants in this case, uh, even Chauvin and the like. And I feel like that should show you just how biased the rationale is for a white man to engage with someone that he doesn't know simply because of the color of their skin. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You know, it is um, it, it is interesting to, to watch this play out, Ray Baker, um, because um, what, you, what they're trying to lay out, this whole idea that he, he was stealing, that they have no evidence. They, they have right. no evidence that he stole anything. As the, the prosecutor said, they are assuming that's what led them to do what they did. They saw him and said, oh, we had burglaries, got to be him. Yeah, I mean, I think the obvious point here is the belief in the inferiority of black people, right? And if we're thinking about whether or not justice will be adjudicated, again, we cannot apply reason or ration to this because white supremacy is irrational, yet it's still pervasive. Because the idea of the, the people of Glynn County will look at, the defense attorney is, I think, brilliant. And the reason I say that the defense attorney is brilliant is because the defense attorney is making this case and is saying this subtly. You don't trust black people either. You don't believe black people either. So will you put these folks who don't trust and don't believe black people, but had the audacity to take justice into their own hands in jail for doing what exactly you would do if you were in this position? 
And this is why when we get verdicts of not guilty and for things that, as Kelly accurately says, looks very, very obvious and guilty, we black folks should not be surprised because this is not an impartial jury that is weighing both sets of case facts as though they are all legitimate and then going to come to a reasonable or rational conclusion. We assume Americans are rational, but again, we know we live in a white supremacist nation and we know that white supremacy is irrational, so why would we ascribe rationality? to a community of people who have built the bedrock of their human value on something that is irrational. Michael. Um, you know, Roland, I've been covering this pretty much every day uh, on my show, and the citizens' arrest law that they're citing, they're using this as grounds for chasing Ahmad down, it, it, it wasn't just from 1863 in Georgia. It was when Georgia was part of the Confederacy and had committed treason against the U.S., and the law was targeting runaway slaves running away from Georgia plantations to run behind Union lines. That's where the law originates from, 1863. Uh, now, there have been—we uh, know the law has been repealed since, after Ahmad's killing. Uh, but uh, there have been exceptions in that law regarding business owners, retail. Okay, things like this. But you have to have either witness uh, a crime, witness a theft, or have uh, some type of knowledge of a theft. Okay, reasonable knowledge of a theft. Here, they didn't have, there was no evidence that he stole anything, committed a crime, anything like this. So, and, and, and something very important uh, in the opening statements that lead prosecutor uh, Linda uh, Donikowski pointed out is that when uh, they confronted um, Ahmad, they didn't say citizens arrest. They didn't say you're under arrest or anything like that. That that wasn't said. So if you're claiming that you were making a citizens arrest, why wouldn't you say citizens arrest? Kind of basic, real basic. <laughs> Got to go to a break. We come back. We're giving the update of the case of the black woman shot and killed in Fort Worth. The status of the trial of the officer who shot her. That's next on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Oh, that spin class was brutal. Well, you can try using the Buick's massaging seat. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Can I use Apple CarPlay to put some music on? Sure. It's wireless. Pick something we all like. Okay, hold on. What's your Buick's Wi-Fi password? Buick Envision 2021. Oh, you should pick something stronger that's really predictable. That's a really tight spot. Don't worry. I used to hate parallel parking. Me too. Hey. Really outdid yourself. Yes, we did. The all-new Buick Envision, an SUV. Once upon a time, there lived a princess with really long hair who was waiting for a prince to come save her. But really, who has time for that? Let's go. Fill myself. I'm She ordered herself a ladder with Prime One Day Delivery, and she was out of there. Now, her hairdressing empire is killing it. And the prince, well, who cares? Prime changes everything. Hi, I'm Vivian Green. Hey everybody, this is your man Fred Hammond, and you're watching Roland Martin, my man, unfiltered. What's 
All right, folks, here in Texas, the trial of the Fort Worth police officer accused of shooting a black woman through the back window of her home while responding to a wellness check uh, in 2019. That trial has been postponed. Aaron Dean's trial was scheduled to begin on November 16th, but Tarrant County court officials now say that date will only be a, schedule, will only be a scheduling hearing and Dean's case will not go to trial before November 29th. It's been more than two years since Dean shot 28-year-old Atiana Jefferson during a late-night wellness check at her mother's home, entering her backyard unannounced. If convicted of murder, Dean could get life in prison. Uh, also, we want to talk about, uh, you know, this, this other story that, that we uh, found to be very interesting in terms of uh, the state of black men who were, who were, you know, frankly exonerated and, again, spending years in prison. Let's go to Maryland, where a man has been exonerated. He spent nearly 17 years in prison for a murder he did not commit. David Morris was convicted when he was just 18 years old for the 2004 murder of Mustafa Carter. Following a review of the evidence, a judge threw out Morris's conviction after determining Morris should have never been charged in the murder. The Mid-Atlantic Innocence Project brought the case to the Baltimore City State's Attorney's Conviction Integrity Unit in 2018, and it was uh, Attorney Marilyn Mosby who agreed with that. And so uh, he is free. A New York man has been exonerated after body cam footage shows police officers planting drugs on another person. A Staten Island judge threw out Jason Serrano's guilty plea to charges stemming from his March 2018 arrest. The judge cited body camera footage, which appears to show former NYPD officer Kyle Erickson planning drugs during a traffic stop. According to an NYPD spokesperson, Erickson has since retired from the force. Mm, it's amazing how quickly they will leave the force. Mm, retiring. Uh-huh. Versus getting fired, huh? All right, folks. We'll, real quick break. When we come back. We're going to talk education matters. Uh, don't want to miss this. What a Georgia school is doing to get our students excelling. That's next on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. saving big holiday shopping at Amazon. So now she's free to become Maureen the Marrier. Food is her love language. And she really loves her grandson. Like really loves. Hi, I'm Elder Barge. Hey, yo, Peace World. What's going on? It's the Love King of R&B, Raheem Devon. And you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered.
All right, folks, uh, Fillmore Academy uh, is a place where students can excel in holistic learning uh, in the area of STEAM. Located in Stone Mountain, Georgia, the Academy was founded in 2016 and centered around excellence in every aspect and exposure to career pathways in STEM and the arts. Sherry Fallon, founder and principal of Fillmore Academy for Science and Arts, she joins us now uh, from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Certainly glad you here. All right, Sherry, so um, what specifically are y'all doing there? Uh, to achieve the kind of results uh, where students are learning and getting interested in, in STEAM and the arts. Well, good evening. I am so honored to uh, be on your show and share um, what we consider one of the best um, private schools in the state of Georgia. Um, at our school, our focus, as you stated, um, was STEAM and performing arts. Um, and what I found as a mathematics um, major and teacher is that quite a few of um, the students that I encountered um, did not believe that they could excel in math and science. Um, and I'm a firm believer that if they see it, they can achieve it. So my goal is to allow our students to see African-Americans that are doing great things in the fields of science mathematics, technology, um, as well as the performing arts, um, with the hopes that they will then go on and believe that they can be the future scientists, doctors, um, produ uh, producers, the Tyler Perrys, um, and give them that, that push um, that our students, quite frankly, um, don't necessarily get in a public school setting where the focus is only on testing. Got questions from my panel. Let me first up is Ray Baker. Ray Baker, your question for Sher uh, uh, Sherry. Oh, sorry, Ray's not there. So let's go to uh, Kelly Bethea. Kelly, your question for uh, Sherry. Sure. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Um, when I was growing up, uh, the word, the the acronym was just STEM. And I understand that STEM is still um, something that is commonly used, but the fact that it is now STEAM and A standing for the arts, I would like your opinion on how you think the arts actually helps those who like STEM as well. Um, and I ask that because I was inundated in the arts as a kid, and I still am to an extent, um, and people don't really understand how people in STEM kind of sort of need the A that is in STEAM um, to make sure that, you know, they can do STEM well. So I just wanted your thoughts on that. Definitely. I totally agree. Um, definitely in the A, which being the performing arts, um, our students are naturally gifted. We're naturally talented. Um, and so what the, the arts allow them to do is to actually build that self-confidence, being able to speak in front of people. Um, for us, a lot of it is um, not only teaching them academically, but building them holistically. So they have to be able to present themselves in front of people. Um, it could be a crowd of one. It could be, a, a, I mean, a person, a one person or a hundred people. But in, 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 the, in the arts, it allows them to actually um, speak um, articulately um, in front of, you know, whomever. Um, a lot of what we do, too, um, 
is um, access to um, uh, etiquette. And so those things play a huge role in um, their representation as well, um, because unfortunately, you know, you are who you present yourself to be. So, um, you know, we make sure that they're able to articulate who they are um, in front of people at all times. Michael Imhotep, your question. All right. Uh, thank you, sister. This is great uh, what you're doing. Um, when, when I was in middle school, I was in uh, what's called DAPSEP, uh, Detroit Area Pre-College Engineering Program. And uh, I, I remember having science fair projects in middle school. I did one dealing with static electricity. Can you talk about some of the science fair projects some of the students have done, some of the creative things? You know, you, our children are naturally drawn to technology. Can you talk about some of the creative things uh, that your children have done dealing with science fair projects, things of that nature? Sure. Um, so our, our science program is one that is um, hands-on. So they actually start taking hands-on science beginning at pre-K. Um, so weekly, they're doing those experiments. They're doing um, nature walks. They're actually learning science through doing. Um, and I can recall when I was a child, I wasn't um, as amazing as, as a science student as I was a math student um, because they didn't bring the science to life for me. Um, mm -hmm. And so for right. our students, they are required to do um, science fair projects. Um, this allows them to, you know, go through the scientific method. And of course, you know, the, the higher up they get in grade, um, the more is expected, you know, of them through these science fair projects. We have um, local people from the community that come in and judge the projects. Um, and they learn so much from it um, because they're, again, they're able to actually present their projects, which is something that they've done um, to someone else. Um, and I'm a firm believer as a 22-year educator that um, if you are able to teach someone else, then you've truly internalized it. Right. Right. Thank you. All right, then. Uh, look, we certainly appreciate the great work that y'all are doing. Certainly, uh, we hope that uh, the students are getting the best that they can. Look, and I do believe the arts is a critical component. It needs to be in every single school. It played a huge role uh, for me growing up, and so uh, glad to see that uh, it's certainly of importance uh, at your school. Thank you so much. All right, folks, when we come back from the break, HBCU Connect, how university students, they want Wayne Frederick out as president. He wants the students to end their protest. We'll give you that update on what's happening on the campus of HU when we come back on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Oh, that spin class was brutal. Well, you can try using the Buick's massaging seat. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Can I use Apple CarPlay to put some music on? Sure. It's wireless. Pick something we all like. Okay, hold on. What's your Buick's Wi-Fi password? Buick Envision 2021. Oh, you should pick something stronger that's really predictable. That's a really tight spot. Don't worry. I used to hate parallel parking. Me too. Hey. Really outdid yourself. Yes, we did. The all-new Buick Envision. An SUV built around you. All of you. Betty is saving big holiday shopping at Amazon. So now, she's free to become Bear Hug Betty. Settle in, kids. You'll be there a while. Ooh, where you going? Hi, I'm Eric Nolan. What's up, y'all? I'm Will Packer. I'm Chrisette Michelle. Hi, I'm Chaylee Rose, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered.
The Blackbird Takeover continues at uh, Howard University. The students there uh, continue to demand changes. Now, today, uh, during the uh, State of the University address, President Wayne Frederick uh, called for the students to end the protest. He said while he hears the demands of the students, he's doing his best to make sure that Howard is being taken care of for current and future students. Let me start by saying the current events that are taking place on campus are very important. And I hear the concerns. I want to be absolutely clear about that. I also um, am empathetic with the students who have concerns. Whether one student had mold um, in his or her room or one student was affected by Wi-Fi, um, that's more than enough. And certainly we apologize for anybody who was inconvenienced in any way, shape, or form. I do want to emphasize that uh, the team has been working diligently to rectify those circumstances as well. And rather than continue to put out a counter narrative through the media and social media, which I know has been frustrating for alarm and others, what we have tried to do is to focus on the issues at hand and to manage those issues as well as we can. We have a responsibility as a community who are primarily of the university to make sure that we do the work that has to be done because while people may join the caravan, while we have difficulty, they will go away um, soon after and we will be left um, to do what has to be done uh, to do that. Now, this, this, this afternoon, the students held a news conference where they called for the resignation of Frederick as president of Howard University since October 12th. The students have been occupying the Blackburn Student Center, uh, making several demands, uh, which includes dealing with the issue of housing uh, as well as uh, other issues as well. Now, let's talk about um, Tuskegee. Well, they are making changes there after, after the band announced they were not going to perform because of issues with the band. Uh, they have replaced a band director, John Lennard, with Warren Duncan as the acting band director and hired an assistant to manage the band's day-to-day -day operations. Since last month, band members have been protesting by refusing to participate in university-sponsored and organized social events, citing a lack of resources and leadership. Um, I think what this says here, Michael, is that uh, students understand the power. If you, if they know the, the value of bands, they're saying, hey, no band? Who will be at halftime? And so what you're seeing is the leveraging of their sort of influence. You see what's happening on Howard University's campus as well. Uh, I think, look, right. these HBCUs and other universities are going to have to deal with the reckoning when it comes to students making demands when they want things to be better on their campuses. Absolutely. You know, the students are uh, realizing the power that they have. They realize the university is making money off of them. And this is uh, this reminds me of um, when you had uh, surrounding the uh, Black Lives Matter protests and um, uh, sports, NBA, what has you uh, what what have you. Uh, this reminds me of uh, NBA players, NFL players leveraging uh, their power to make money for these uh, white team owners, leveraging their power to push uh, their agendas also. And this is what uh, they're realizing uh, here as well at, uh, at with, with the, uh, with the uh, HBCU ban. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. We need more. And what you yeah. And Kelly, what you have here, you have the university is trying to also strike this uh, balance of, of wanting to listen to the students but not give in uh, to their every whim. This standoff that's happening at Howard University uh, looks like it's going to continue, and, and the students are making it clear they're mm -hmm. not going to go anywhere. And they shouldn't, right? I, 
don't really speak too much on Howard University because I did not go to that institution, but I am an HBCU grad. Um, what I will say is that considering the money that is poured into that school year in, year out, either by way of endowment or straight up tuition, um, the conditions in which these students have been under for years, um, and I want to make that clear, this is not a new occurrence with Howard University. I have had friends there. I've had family members go there. And the complaints that are coming out of the students now have been there for decades um, in, in some capacity. So the fact that it is ongoing as the school's reputation is becoming even more solidified um, on, on the national scale, it is really disappointing. Um, and I understand the students' frustration with it all. Um, this is not something that can be swept under the rug by way of a president basically dismissing the concerns as, you know, just a student protest. That is not what this is. The students understand their power at that school. Um, it is high time for faculty and administration, really administration, to uh, recognize their, that their power lies within the students and the faculty at large there. Um, as for uh, the incident at Tuskegee, again, I can't think of a HBCU football game that I went to solely because of the football team itself. As wonderful as the football team is, I go for the band, I go for the camaraderie, and I go for the entertainment. So the fact that you have band members, again, complaining about conditions of their instruments, which are vital for that entertainment, when you are talking about students who are not getting the money that they need to stay in the band by way of lack of scholarship money and the like, you really have to take a good look at the structure in which um, these students are under so that, frankly, things can just get better because they deserve that. Uh, absolutely. All right, folks, real quick break. We come back. Ooh, crazy ass white person. I gotta show y'all what happened. It's a roll of Martin Unfiltered. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Bishop T.D. Jake. Hi, y'all doing? It's your favorite funny girl, Amanda Seals. Hi, I'm Anthony Brown from Anthony Brown and Group Therapy. What up, Lana Well, and you are watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. No charcoal girls are allowed. I'm not a new... I'm white. I got you, huh? selling water without a permit? On my property. Whoa! Hey! Hey, remember. Give me your ass. You don't live here. I'm uncomfortable. Jason Robo decided to show up for a discussion about coronavirus vaccines at a San Diego Board of Supervisors meeting. He's had to go on a vile racist rant, calling some of the members names and even wishing death upon them. But... Supervisor Nora Vargas was like, yo, we ain't having that. Watch this. Traitors, we showed you guys pandemic indoctrination, and uh, you know it's a premeditated scam, and you voted for it. It shows that you are traitors. Uh, I mean, it's suppressed on the Internet because trying to find the truth in this world is like trying to find a kid at John Wayne Gacy's house. You got to dig for it. <laughs> you, 
You act like you care, but all you care about is the CARES Act money. You are minions of the pharmaceutical industry. The healthcare workers, you don't care about them. You care about the owners. And you don't handle crap. You Would you say that we can't handle our crap and you basically legislate as laxatives? You say you care, but you make us sick. It's all about fear. You're obsessed with the fear and then the closure of businesses and beaches. By the way, vitamin D, 80% of people have died or found to be deficient. So you're killing people basically when you close the beaches. And then you mandate the vax, you're a vax murderer basically. And we are your adverse reaction. <laughs> you should resign, Vargas. I can't wait for your arteries to clog. They're not doing it fast enough. And Nathan, you should kill yourself. I don't know where you are, but uh, a dishonorable discharge would be you blowing your brains out. Let's see you tweet that, blowing your bird brains out. And then lemurs, I like to call you Lawson Reamer. You're a little monkey. I'd like to see you hang from a tree. And then Wooten, you're fucking Aunt Jemima. And uh, yeah, syrup won't sweeten and cause your diabetic coma fast I'm enough sorry. either. You are not allowed to say that to her. You are not oh, allowed well, to say that. Oh, I can't say to her. that you're a fat you piece of shit. You can call me fat all you want, oh, but you are not allowed responded. to say that. Oh, no. No, I'm they sorry. They actually responded. The Let's have a dialogue. The chair is not here. I'm going to ask you to apologize to her. No. You are not allowed Fuck you. to talk to her that way. You're a piece of furniture. You're a chair. You are not a chair allowed has to more talk to her that way. You. Ooh, you're so angry. You are not allowed. Can you please? No, turn you're it garbage. You are not allowed to talk to her that way. You are not allowed to talk to her that way. No. Absolutely not. Not under my fucking watch. No. Absolutely not. No. No. Your, your time has expired. Really please sorry. take a seat. Next I'm speaker, please. You are expired. Your time has expired. Stop. Sit down. Next speaker. <laughs> so, Michael, what trips me out? They get mad because she cussed, but he cussing everybody out. Yeah, well, you know, this is uh, the, 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 maybe the people who were uh, upset that she was cussing. Uh, maybe that was maybe they agreed with Jason Robo. You know, I, I don't know. But y y y what you have here is um, you have this weaponization of white grievance combined with uh, anti-vaxxers combined with people against uh, wearing masks, mask mandates, all of this, school closings, trying to save lives, you know. So, uh, and then he talks about uh, closing beaches, lack of vitamin D, things like that. Some of that is true with coronavirus, but also white people are dying because of skin cancer. So maybe he should go lay on the beach. I don't know. But so we, we just have to realize that this has to be combated. This is all tied to critical race theory, attacks on critical race theory and critical race theory not being taught through K, uh, through K, through, uh, K through 12. So this is what these are going to be um, uh, uh, talking points during the 2022 midterm yep. election. So so we have to be prepared for this. Well, Kelly, Jason got fired from his job after this rant went viral, as well as he should. Mm -hmm. it, if was surprised he had a job. He sounded so ignorant. Um, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm glad that he got fired because <laughs> you don't need to be in any type of situation in which you're interacting with anyone with that kind of attitude. Um, but more to his rant in general, white people want to be oppressed so bad. I mean, I don't get it. 
I really don't get it. Like, if you're already at the top of the food chain, according to y'all, why would you want to be oppressed? I don't understand. There's nothing glamorous about oppression. There's nothing, you know, cool about being disenfranchised. And it's like, they try so hard. It's, it's beyond grasping at straws at this point. They really just put themselves through the ringer in order to look like they're oppressed. And they're not oppressed. They're not. Um, so the vitriol coming out of this man's mouth and his aura in general is just baffling to me because he really has nothing to complain about. Um, the fact that he, like, nope. when he was talking about the vitamin D deficiency, I felt like he was more upset about the fact that the beach closed down more so than him not getting a vitamin enough vitamin D. I mean, take a pill for that. But again, right. like, <laughs> that's not oppression. <laughs> it's not. Uh, look, you got some crazy, you got some crazy deranged people, and the bottom line is. Uh, he's nuts, and I'm glad he lost his job, and hopefully somebody black will replace him. All right, folks, uh, programming note, I'm going to be on Tiffany Cross's show, The Cross Connection, tomorrow on MSNBC at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, so be sure to set your DVRs. Monday, special time, we'll be live at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. I'll be in San Diego for the Anthony Anderson uh, Celebrity Golf Tournament. Looking forward to uh, having Anthony on the show and a bunch of his other buddies there, so it's going to be a great show for us, and we'll be broadcasting from Los Angeles all next week. Uh, we're shooting more episodes of our show, Rolling with Roland, for the Black Star Network. So we'll be in L.A., San Diego, Monday, Los Angeles, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And looking forward to that. Folks, if y'all want to support us, be sure to download the Black Star Network app. Our goal is to have 50,000 downloads by December 31st of this year. Uh, and so all platforms, Apple phone, Android phone, Roku, uh, as well as Amazon Fire Stick, Samsung TV, Xbox as well, as well as, of course, Apple TV and, and uh, Android TV as well. If you want to join our Bring the fan, Funk Fan Club, every dollar you give goes to support this show. Cash App, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal is Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Uh, Zale is rolling at rollingatsmartin.com, rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. Shout out to Amazon, Nissan Buick for being partners with us here at uh, Roland Martin Unfiltered. And for us, and I cannot wait for us to show you some of the interviews that we've been doing here for the McDonald's Inspiration Celebration Gospel Tour. We're here at the Lighthouse Church here in Humble, Texas, outside of Houston. So it's going to be great. We're going to be streaming this concert live uh, on BET on December 12th. We'll have a lot of our coverage and break it down for you. It's going to be great. Trust me, you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, I got to go. We always end the show every Friday showing those who contribute to our show. We'll do that right now. Uh, to Pastor Keon, thank you very much for allowing us to use your office as our uh, uh, grounds here. And so we appreciate it. Thanks a lot. And all the people here who have made our uh, life a lot easier. And to all the folks at McDonald's for hanging with us as well. That's you, uh, Jasmine. Uh, that's you. Uh, I'm looking at uh, somebody right. You know what? I don't know if I want to give a hundred. If y'all go to my YouTube channel, if y'all go to my YouTube channel and see the video I posted of these unbelievably awful snacks that were uh, that were uh, purchased. I, I, you know what? I, I didn't put a photo. I didn't put a photo up there. Uh, I really didn't. I should have. Uh, but, you know, she's a little special. She's a Howard University graduate. I don't know where she got them snacks from, y'all. But all I'm saying is, oh, my God, ain't nobody black eating them snacks. Uh, and so I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't want to call no names. I'm trying not. I told her I wasn't going to call her name. Okay, I'm not going to give her a shout out. So, Heather, good to see you. Heather didn't buy the snacks. 
Jasmine didn't buy the snacks. I ain't gonna say who bought them snacks. All I know is she's a Howard University graduate. Lord have mercy. Uh, and so I'm just saying, uh, but ooh, Lordy, Miss Claudie, y'all go watch the video. I want y'all to go watch the video, please. Uh, on a <laughs> go watch the video, y'all. I'm telling you, if y'all want to see some off-brand snacks. Remember how you grew up and your parents would come home and they couldn't afford Lay's and they bought them other chips? She bought some cauliflower snacks and I'm like, girl, what's wrong with you? Oh my God. Y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand. Uh, I, I've been, y'all, it's been hilarious uh, as we've been here. And so we've been having lots of fun. So uh, I, I, I said I wasn't, I wasn't going I wasn't gonna call. So so I'm not so I promise Alexia I'm not gonna call your name. I promise. I, I, Alexia, I promise I'm not gonna tell Oh my bad. Oh my bad. Did I just call Alexia's name? Y'all, Alexia at McDonald's. Alexia, come here. Alexia sitting over there. Come on, Alexia, come on over here. Come on, Alexia. Come on. First I want I want everybody I want everybody I'm gonna try to see. Alexia got these uh got these shoes on. Uh, and she come on, Alexia, come on. Come on. I tell you, Alexia, y'all, Alexia with McDonald's, she's absolutely wonderful. Uh, she's great. But Alexia will never go shopping again. Alexia, I promise you, we will never let you go shopping again after you bought those snacks. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But I love the color. I love the shoes. I love the, yes, you're coordinated. Uh, she got, she, like she went to Baskin Robbins. She got all, she got all the flavors. It, all, all 31. She wearing all the colors right now. Uh, and so uh, look at how chic in your leather jacket. But uh, no, you, we can let you buy snacks anymore. Not going to happen. I wasn't going to do it, but I changed my mind. All right, y'all. I'm going to see y'all on Monday, San Diego. Y'all take care. How? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.